Hi, this is Rand Tarkenden. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome, Brian Zimrak with you once again for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 85, and this week my special guest will be NFL Hall of Famer and former host of NFL Monday Night Football and co-host of That's Incredible, Fran Tarkenton. That's right. We'll be talking with Fran about his football career as well as That's Incredible. And wait till you hear what he has to say about Monday Night Football. Hmm. I'll tell you. He also has a new book out called Every Day is Game Day, and we'll talk about that. It's a fascinating interview. Stick around. It's coming up shortly right here on On Screen and Beyond. And we also want to let you know that something special and something new is going on at our website, onscreenandbeyond.com, where you currently have about three or four people who are doing movie reviews. But we'd like to get more of you who are interested and go to the movies often to uh, let people know what you think of the movies. All right, So we're going to have sort of like an on-screen and beyond movie review crew, and we're looking for two or three people who go to the movies often and would like to share their thoughts about the movies. And if you're listening to this site, obviously you must be uh, interested in movies. So uh, if you would like to share that, uh, what we'd like to have you do is send us your reviews of movies. If you'd like to do it on a uh, fairly regular basis, you know, when you go to the movies, just uh, keep an eye, you know, write a little thing about the movies uh, keep it short keep it clean keep it to the point and don't give away the whole story that's basically it i hate it when somebody tells you they do a review and they tell you the whole story and you go to the movie and you know it already we don't want that we just like to have it short do you like it what you might not like about it you know things like that so if you would like to be part of our movie review crew then you can send us your movie reviews of current movies that are out um, at the theaters, not on DVD, and send them to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will uh, try to sh- sift through all the emails we're going to get and figure out uh, who we're going to have, and hopefully we'll, that person or people, those people, will continue to send us some interesting reviews about movies, and you become a regular part of the On Screen and Beyond movie review crew, and uh, after we get going here and figure it all out, uh, if you're a regular, what we'll probably end up doing is sending you a uh, T-shirt, special on-screen to be on movie review crew T-shirt, or maybe a hat or something like that of on-screen to be on. We'll figure that one out. But anyways, you can send them to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And if you become, like I say, one of the regulars, uh, well, uh, we'll send you a special email address so you can send your reviews to us and they won't get mixed in with all the hundreds of other emails that we get on uh, the feedback and on screen and beyond. And uh, let's see. So if you want to do that, send us your reviews of current movies in the theaters. You can send them to us. Be sure to uh, state your name. If you want us to put your name down, we can either put just your first name, like when Min does an interview, we just put Min, reviewed by Min, or we can put your first and last name, whatever you'd like. We, we honor your privacy and don't want to mess anything up for you, so it's up to you how you want to do that. You tell us, and uh, maybe at some point we might do a um, about page or the staff page, and if you're a regular, we may put your 
picture if you want us to and you know a little write-up about you or something like that. Uh, we're going to work on this and figure this all out. But anyways, that's what we're doing. So for now, uh, send us your reviews of current movies, and they might get posted right here on On Screen and Beyond. And, um, you know, like I say, oh, you won't get paid. <laughs> You'll get the same thing as all the rest of us. Nothing, not a zip. We don't get a thing. But um, you will get instant fame, I'll tell you that much, because you will be read by hundreds of thousands of people each week and won't be able to walk down the streets because everybody's going to know you. So anyways, uh, send us to us, and it's time now for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Will Smith will be taking a crack at remaking Flowers for Algernon, which uh, won an Oscar for Cliff Robertson back in 1968 in the film called Charlie. And uh, this time, Smith will be playing Charlie Gordon. And you can hear Cliff Robertson talk about that role in our interview with him, which was episode 50 of On Screen and Beyond in our rerun section of OnScreenAndBeyond.com. Check it out. Cliff Robertson, a great actor, great person. Check it out right here on On Screen and Beyond. And Kirsten Dunst will star in A Jealous Ghost, a remake of the novel of the same name by A.N. Wilson. And it's about a young American woman visited by spirits in London. That's about it for remakes for On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at rumored and upcoming movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Upcoming in rumored movies, well, it looks like Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz will star in Night and Day. It's an action comedy about a fugitive couple on a glamorous and sometimes deadly adventure where nothing and no one, even themselves, are what they seem. Look for a release on July 2nd, 2010. John Cusack and Jeffrey Dean Morgan will star in Shanghai. It's a 40s period piece about an American who returns to Shanghai in the months before Pearl Harbor. And that has a 2010 release tacked onto that one. And Cusack will also star in, along with Crispin Glover and Chevy Chase in Hot Tub Time Machine. It's about a group of guys who travel back in time when they were young cads. And uh, they do it. Not in a DeLorean, in a hot tub. Hmm. That's coming your way March of 2010. That's about it for upcoming movies. Next, Sequel City. What's coming your way as far as sequels from on screen and beyond? Sequel City, well, a sequel to The Time Machine, which, of course, was done originally back in the 50s, and it was a great film then, and then they tried to redo it in the uh, 90s or 2000, something like that, a couple of years back, and uh, it, it turned out so-so. Anyways, they're trying to make a sequel to that one. It's going to be called The Time Machine Morlocks, and it's rumored to be in the works. This time, the monstrous Morlocks enter a time machine or something, and they get sent back to our time. So, anyways, we'll see what that comes up with. And a sequel to 2007, Stomp the Yard, is in the works, looking for a 2010 release. And now this one's a rumor right now, so we're going to sort of take this with a grain of salt. Rumor has it that the final Rocky movie, Rocky Balboa, may be getting a sequel. 
I don't know what Stallone's going to do, but it uh, supposedly focuses on Rocky growing older rather than boxing this time. Wow. All right, we'll see what comes from that. We'll keep you informed on it. That's about it for sequels from Sequel City on On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? As far as TV on DVD, 7th Heaven Season 9 comes to stores on November 17th, along with the complete 8th season of Scrubs on Blu-ray and Star Trek The Best of Volume 2 and Star Trek The Next Generation The Best of Volume 2 are both coming away on DVD on November 17th. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, what's coming away as far as movies, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD, Bruno, starring Sasha Baron Cohen, arrives on Blu-ray and DVD on Tuesday, November 17th. My Sister's Keeper with Cameron Diaz and Abigail Breslin makes its way onto the store shelves on November 17th. And on November 24th, Angels and Demons with Tom Hanks hits stores. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next, we have an interview with Fran Tarkenton. He's an NFL Hall of Famer. He was the host of NFL Monday Night Football with Howard Cosell. And he also was co-host of That's Incredible. And Fran's going to talk about all those things. we got questions for him about that. And it's all right here. Coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining me today on On Screen and Beyond is former NFL Pro Bowl quarterback, co-host of That's Incredible in the 80s, one of the broadcasters of NFL Monday Night Football in the 70s and 80s, and now he has a new book out called Every Day is Game Day. It's Fran Tarkenton. Welcome to On Screen and Beyond, Fran. Brian, glad to be with you. Fran, it is a thrill to have you on the show. i got to tell you that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> but I want to uh, tell you that I found the book to be fascinating. There were so many different things. Um, you know, it was full of stats and facts, and uh, it was inspirational. And uh, what made you decide to write the book? Well, I, you know, I, I, I guess I wanted to really dig down deep and see what about my life can I share with other people that might be of help to them. My life has uh, been pro football. Uh, I did That's Incredible for five years, so I was out in Hollywood doing television and Monday Night Football, as you mentioned. I've started 17 companies. I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I work today with 80,000 small business entrepreneurs across North America. So my hands have been in the soil of a lot of different areas, from Hollywood to television mm-hmm. to, to football to business. And, and really, Brian, I wanted to share what I've learned because all of my learning has come from other people. Mm-hmm. And I've had the greatest platform of learning from the greats of football, of television, of, of, of business, and to be able to tell real stories mm-hmm. and be able to make those stories are entertaining. Yeah. But also they're, they're, they're inspirational, they're, 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 they're ideas that come out that, that, that really, I think, affect people. And at the end of the day, here's the comments we get back from the book. I cried in reading the book, 
and I laughed in reading the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I learned so much, and it's an easy read, and 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 that that makes me very happy that we've been able to entertain, inform, and inspire people. Yeah, and the thing I found was that uh, a lot of people don't do this. Is you give credit to a lot of people. I mean, it's not just you. It's you know you realize that that there's other people that were you know. Well, here you. here's the essence of, of life to me. And it, it has defined my life. It's not about selfish me or selfish us. My focus in football was to make my teammates better. My focus in, in life is to make my friends better. My focus in business is to make my partners and customers better. When we can get rid of selfish me and and not be just about me but be about other people, we can live a much happier, much more productive, much more fulfilled life and the book demonstrates it. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, now, if you hadn't gone into football, what what do you think? I mean, which other sport most likely? Uh, would well, you I, I I played uh, baseball, basketball, mm-hmm. and football in high school. I was drafted by the Detroit Tigers out of high school, and baseball didn't go. I could have gone to any number of schools as a basketball player. I was probably a better basketball player and baseball player than I was a football player. Really. Uh, and I, I had great skill, and I really thought as a kid growing up I'd be a professional in all three sports. Obviously, you can't do that. Right. But uh, but I think I could have made it at at the uh, well, I played college baseball. I could I could have made it at the college pro level in either baseball or or, or basketball. Now, one thing I found uh, fascinating was your decision to go to the University of Georgia when they you knew they had. Two quarterbacks yep. who were who were who were, who were good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, and you know, and everybody's telling you to go, you know, someplace else so you can get in there and get and right play. in. But you you chose not to. Well, they they had they had, they had uh, two two guys ahead of me that they had drafted uh, recruited the year before I was to go there, and they were the number one and number two rated quarterbacks of the country, and terrific players, mm-hmm. great friends of mine then and now, and and uh, I. I think you're wrong to look at uh, what may be the most opportune time. You got to go to the place and to the job and to the that makes the most sense for you. I was an Athens, Georgia boy. Uh, the Bulldogs uh, were, were right there, in my hometown. I really wanted to be a Georgia Bulldog, mm-hmm. no matter what the obstacles were. Yeah. And I just believed if I was a productive enough, good enough player, I could play anywhere. Yeah. And so I did. And uh, because if you can play, you can play. They find a place for you. Yeah. If you can't play, you can't play. Yeah. And you know, but I mean, a lot of people would have just said, "Well, I'll take the easy road." Oh yeah, a lot of people would would have would have done that, and a lot of people do that, thinking, "Well, I'm going to figure it out beforehand where my best opportunity is." And the message to everybody that reads the book, you know, you do what's best for you. Right. Yeah. And if you and, and then and, and and then let the chips fall where they may, because if you have the belief system, the work ethic. You could do anything that 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 you want to do, if you have that that work ethic and that and 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 and, and commitment to what you want to accomplish. Yeah. And, and one thing I found, I mean, I don't. Want, it, this is kind of a <laughs> taking a phrase here, but it, that was that was incredible. <laughs> was uh, that the first game? Of your college year, in... I put myself in the game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, it, 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 here's the story. I'll, I'll short it up. They were going to redshirt me, 
and they're going to, uh, you know, I was a third-string quarterback behind Charlie Britton, Tommy Lewis, and they were going to redshirt me, but we practiced, did the whole thing. We go to Texas to play the Texas Longhorns, the opening game in Austin, Texas. We go two and a half quarters of the game. We've not made a first down offensively. We're behind seven to nothing, and they punt to us, and our somebody fair catches the ball on the five-yard line. I look over to the to the bench, and Charlie Britt, who had been playing, was still sitting on the bench. I was standing next to the coach. I just bolted onto the field. <laughs> and later, Charlie Britt was to say to me, he said, I figured you were, that he'd put you in because you're standing right next to me, which is another lesson I put in the book. Jeez. Most of my errors are errors of assumption. I have a, a, a motto, assume nothing, question everything. And so I went on the field. Started playing, and we went 95 yards on a 10-play drive, scored the touchdowns, went for the two-point play, went ahead 8-7, right. and they weren't going to uh, redshirt me. Now, if I don't do that, I might have been saddled with being a third-street quarterback for the rest of my career. Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you've got to seize the moment. you got to grab the opportunity. You cannot sit back, sitting on the bench, waiting for somebody else, and hoping you get an opportunity. you got to force the issue. Yeah. I've always done that, and it, it and I think it's a secret to being able to get what you want to get. Now, did he re- did the coach reprimand you at all? Never, no, never said really? a thing about it. Wow, I mean, you know, because a lot of times you hear these coaches, and and you know, their way is their way, and that that's the yeah, only way. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and it was a pretty dramatic thing to do. Uh, it might not work for all people. <laughs> now, if I if we'd have gone out and out of it bombed, and we hadn't have, you know, maybe for it might have been something, and maybe if it was a younger. Coach, my coach was, was was a little old in the tooth, and he might not. He didn't notice that I was out there. I probably didn't notice it until we're halfway down the field. <laughs> now, were you? Did you keep looking back at the? No, the I side? didn't look back. I just got there and, and focused on making first downs, and we did. You didn't. You didn't want to look. I'm I sure. figured as long as we made first downs and moved the ball, they wouldn't take me out. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, and the, and the thing is, in the book, there's story after story. Like oh that. yes, I mean, it's it's just amazing. And every story is actually what happened. Didn't have to embellish any of them, but there's stories like that. Yeah. And they're great stories about Bud Grant, and and because Bud Grant's one of the most interesting people that ever lived. People didn't when they watch us play and see Bud Grant in the sideline, see his stoic face, his arm crossed. They didn't realize what was underneath all that. Mm-hmm. I never heard Bud Grant say anything that didn't make total sense. Uh-huh. And I spent, you know, seven years with him. And I I stayed with him. I, I asked him questions. I observed him. And, and I learned from him. I learned more from him than anybody that I've ever known. But also, I, you know, I learned from Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart. Yeah. And as, as I sit here in my office and talking to you, I'm, I'm reading a plaque that he, he wrote me a message in 1989 you know, telling me about he's. I've been writing articles for for uh, for a business magazine, and he said he's he's given these articles to his managers because he thinks that's the way they should run their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we have. I share those stories, but but uh, and and that's what you know. Life is about stories, real life stories that happen to somebody. And and when I can find a book that that somebody who's accomplished something can, I can I can learn from that, and I have learned from that. And that's why we just fill this book up with those type of stories. Yeah, and, and the thing is, people might see, you know, of course, the picture on the cover is you with your football uniform yep. on, and they might think, oh, it's a, it's a sports book. But it's it, not. It's not. It's, it, I mean, there is. But yes, there it's is, and not it's not. It's that. a life book. It's right. a life experiences that, that drove my football career, that, that helped me accomplish what I accomplished, 
that drove my life of, uh, of of friendships and family and relationships and business. Yeah. You know, my I've spent more time in business now. I've, I've been running businesses for forty five years. Hmm. I played football for eighteen. Yeah. Uh, but I share all this, and because you know, people out there trying to—they're trying to make it. Yeah. Uh, and most of them are trying to make it as entrepreneurs and business people, or, or just trying to make it through life. Yeah. And 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 this book, uh, I, I think, uh, deals with those issues, in a, in a very very deep and dynamic way. Yeah, so it's just not, you know, people should not stay, if they're not a sports fan, they shouldn't steer away from this no, book. Because no, no, I've, got, I've got more non-sports fans that have written me letters and emails that, that our sports fans have read the book and got something out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, of course, you were known as uh, the frantic friend and scrambling friend yep. and Sir Francis and all that. Now, was scrambling something that you consciously consciously considered and well, it, you just you did know, it or were you what, running you know out of survival well, it, it, it just happened it's kind of like you know what life is about is problem solving you got to solve problems every day of your life and it shouldn't be a burden it just should be we do it in football you know uh, i just never thought that 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 i should give up on a play because the pass rush or my pass protection broke down mm-hmm. and Quarterbacks that in my era and even in this era, they don't run much. They don't they don't move out of the pocket and 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 scramble. Some do, and they're effective. But I I just use it to buy time. If I my protection broke down, I I made something happen. I got outside the pocket. I'd go left to the left to the right, back circle around. And if 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 your listeners want to go to YouTube and hit Fran Tarkin, and they'll see some of the most outrageous plays mm-hmm. that they have uh, up on YouTube that will make them laugh. Yeah. Because nobody then or now played like I played. That doesn't mean I played better or worse. But my style of play was different than anybody of that era or this era. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, do you think... A lot of the the reason the quarterbacks don't run so much is because of uh, naturally, you know, the quarterback's leading the team, and if he gets hurt, then I think most of them don't have the ability to move around uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, as much, uh, you know. Uh, but you know, you don't have to. I mean, even Peyton Manning, who's got really good feet, he doesn't run a lot, doesn't have wild scrambles, but he's very, very active in the pocket. Eli, I watched Eli the other day. He got away from. Pass rush after pass rush after pass rush, and bought time to throw the football, and 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 so all of them. Roethlisberger does it constantly. Now they they, they don't do it as, as as maybe as wildly as I did, but they do it within the context of of where they are. Yeah. Uh, mine, you know, I just you know I went to the extreme uh, in in doing it, and and it it made our offenses better. When I got a team, you know, Jerry Burns, my offensive coach, who later became the head coach, said something very nice the other night. 
he was talking about me to to a group of people, and he said that I was the best quarterback inside the ten yard line that that he's ever seen because I not only protected the football, but I I scored a higher percentage of the time than any quarterback he'd ever seen. Huh. Now. That's the mark of a quarterback, isn't it? I mean, you've got to oh, get yeah. the ball in the end zone, not settle for field goals, but you've got to go score touchdowns. If you score touchdowns inside the 10, you're going to win most of the time. That's the, that's the point. I mean, that's the yep. point of the game. And, I mean, if it was me, I'd, I'd be scrambling just out of fear of my life from those guys <laughs> coming at me. Well, I didn't scramble in people. You know, you know, there are a lot of quarterbacks who play who are scared. I've had them come to me and say that. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. But, but I can't fathom that. I never had a scared moment in really? my life on a football field. Huh. I, it, I, I, you know, I, I knew the guys were big. I knew they were fast. I knew they were out there. But my focus was down the field. Yeah. And, but I sensed where they are. I had a, I had an instinct to let me know where they were. Some people said I had eyes in the back of my head. I didn't. <laughs> but I felt them and knew where they were without looking at them. And, and of course, you have to trust your your teammates to to protect you too. Well, and 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 and, but you you do that to the best of your ability. But then when you you know protection is never going to be perfect, right? So yeah. you've got to make the right moves, whether it's a one one step here or one step there move, or it's a dash to the right or dash to the left to buy yourself more time. You mentioned about uh, some of the games that are going on now. Are you are you an avid football? I woman? watch. Uh, all the college weekend games, I watch the pro games on direct TV, so I get them all. Mm-hmm. I watch them differently. You know, I, 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 I want to see, I want to figure out what the offense is trying to do and what the defense is trying to do against it. And I want to see the adjustments, whether they're making the right adjustments or not the right adjustments. You know, I, I called all my plays, put in the offense. I've got a pretty long history of really, you know, working the strategies and the schemes of football. That hasn't stopped for me. I continue to do that by watching these games, and my knowledge base is greater today than it was when I played. Is there a certain team that uh, professional team that you're? It's well, I, I I follow the Vikings, obviously. Right. Yes. I mean, that's where my heart is, and I'm, I, I I follow them, but I watch all the games. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I really I'm I, I I'm like every other fan. I, I'm a Peyton Manning fan. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Uh, Drew Brees is just playing great. Philip Rivers and playing great. Uh, Eli, you know, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm a great fan of the Manning family, so I like Eli. And Eli's coming on, and and and, and I, so I, you know, I pick favorite players and the, that I like for one reason or another. And in teams, I, you know, I enjoy. Uh, I think this Viking team is as good as there is in football today. And and but I also know that teams that start off good and and and, and play at the top of the, their game, you know, it's hard to sustain that for 16, 17 weeks. Yeah. And, um, and it's the teams that have really got their health and are playing good the last part of the season. And now we're going to find out over the next eight weeks which ones come on. Yeah. And you'll see a, you'll see a different deal. And I'll, I'll guarantee you the Giants will be in the hunt. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask you, do you, think, do you have any predictions about who's going to make it to the well, Super Bowl? Well, I think right now the best team, in football today, maybe the Minnesota Vikings. If if Favre can stay healthy, uh, and he's forty years old, so you know he's more problematic than a thirty-year-old, but mm-hmm. he's played magnificently in the first eight weeks. I think they are the deepest, most solid team in football. They do two things: you got to do. They stop the run. They're number one in stopping the run for the last three years, and they're number one and number two in rushing. They got the best running back in football, and they're deep. 
I think they 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 have and they're healthy. Now, saying that New England on on the AFC side, I think New England is uh, they struggled early. They got a younger defense, but they're getting better every week. There's somebody to contend with in the NFC. Philadelphia, Dallas, and New York will be factors. It just won't be New Orleans. Mm-hmm. New Orleans will have the burden of having to, you know, they're eight and zero now, and that's a big burden to stay undefeated. Yeah, it wears on you. And and my only problem there, I love the team, I love what they're doing, I love Drew Brees, but are they going to be able to sustain this kind of energy for the last half of the season? It's tougher. I'm going to bring this up, and, and it's kind of a after the Hail Mary pass game yes. um, with the Cowboys, of course, yep. uh, and you know, of course your father passing at yep. the same time. That must have been devastating for Well, you. it was, but the Hail Mary pass, uh, if we'd have won that game in 75, we'd have been to four straight Super Bowls. That's unheard of. Oh, yeah. And it was a great team we had. We had them beat totally. That I mean, we, we totally had them beat. But the Hail Mary pass didn't bother me. The thing that bothered me is that with about two minutes left, Dallas called their last timeout. We had the ball in about the, our own 40 with third and four. They had no timeouts left. If I make the third and four, uh, we run out the clock. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the third and four. Yeah. I didn't convert the first down. I take personal responsibility for that. I don't blame other people. And I think that's another lesson of life because – so many people, it's never my fault, is it? It's always somebody else's fault. Right, yeah. And if you don't take responsibility, you can never get better. I didn't let that that thing, you know, destroy me or put me in depression. But I always look at the reality of what could I do better yeah. to help us win. I failed. And by acknowledging failure then I relieve myself of that burden, and I go and try to get better. Now, after you retired from football, you became the color commentator for uh, Monday Night Football. Hated it. Excuse me? I hated it. Oh, you did? Really? <laughs> I mean, I know you said that in the book. But I, I, just... I hated it, uh, and I say it in the book, because I'm a, you know, the essence of life is getting in the game, right? To have yourself engaged. Mm-hmm. I'm not about celebrity or all that nonsense. That, that's, not, that's not happiness. I do I do a game, and 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 one team wins, one team loses. I have no emotion. I have I I, I, I have invested nothing in that, because up in the press box you're winning all the games because you're not risking anything. Right. And after the game's over, I get to go to the Holiday Inn, go to bed by myself, and uh, and then and I have no teammates around to celebrate with, to commiserate with. Mm-hmm. It's an empty feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I stopped doing that after about uh, four years and said, enough of that. Yeah. And then you went on to a co-host, That's Incredible. That's Incredible, did that. And I, and I only like that because I learned about another business. The actual doing and taping of the show was boring because all I did was read a teleprompter. Yeah. But I engaged myself with all the people, the, the script writers, the producers, the directors. I learned what they did and why they did it. That was very educational. How did you get the part? Or the, not the part I don't know. The... They, they watched me on Saturday Night Live. I hosted Saturday Night Live, and the <laughs> yeah. producer, Alan Landsberger, watched me. Alan Landsberg watched me on that and said, this is the perfect guy to co-host this thing with John Davis and Kathleen Crosby. He called mm-hmm. me up, and that was it. Now, I was looking today to see if I could find where you were on Saturday Night Live, but I couldn't find it online anywhere. It uh, should be up there. Uh, right, yeah. You know, uh, but... Uh, 
Now, did you I, did you sing on that show? I sang on that show, <laughs> but I think the, the the whole the whole show is uh, is somewhere up online of Saturday Night Live. Oh, it is that okay. I hosted. Yeah, because I was looking for that. I yeah, and, and I think it went up about a year ago. Oh, huh. Uh, and uh, so you should be able to find it up there. My people here in my office find it all the time. Oh, really? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I did that. I, I did that show back in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, or so. But there is a DVD. Uh, that's out there of uh, of of that uh, that uh, of of of, of the, I think it's the second season. Oh, I see. Okay. Of uh, of of uh, uh, and and that DVD came out about a year ago, so they, it's out there in DVD format. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's it was a great it was a great great show. It wasn't because of me, right? But the script writers back then, you you know who the script writer for for me back then was Al Franken. Oh, really? Al yeah. Franken is the Minnesota, of course, senator now. And he yeah. was a great Minnesota Viking fan. I gave him a number ten jersey. And uh, and he and he and he used to wear it all the time. And he was the script writer for me that night. But we had John Belushi on there. We had Dan Aykroyd. Oh, we had all the great uh, uh, Gilda Radner, uh, uh, Bill Murray. Uh, it was it was Chevy Lorraine Chase. Newman. Uh, uh, it, it, Garrett Morris. It was it was a great. And we did the best skits that night that they wrote. That all I had to do was just you know. Read a teleprompter. Yeah, so you had a good time on that show. Though. I had a great time on that show, and, and the thing that was great about that, it was live. Right. And I was totally involved in, from stem to stern of that show. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, and I learned so much. I had Bill Murray. Uh, uh, I had about six skits to do on the show. And Bill Murray, who is an unbelievable talent, as everybody knows, and I'm certainly not an actor, I said, Bill, I want you to do these skits like you would do them. Now, I couldn't duplicate him, but I could get a mental picture of how they should be done, and it really helped me do a much better job than I could have done if I didn't have his help. Now, that's incredible. You know, you were on there for quite a few years, and in the book you mentioned about Tiger Woods being on at age three. Yes, we had him on, and uh, his father brought him on, and he had golf balls into a net uh, with us, and uh, it was pretty amazing to see that, but I can assure you that I, I didn't predict that he was going to be Tiger Woods that we've seen now. I mean, right. <laughs> who could have predicted that? Uh, right, at three years uh, old. And, and I couldn't have predicted either that that so many kids get ruined by their fathers who are overbearing as young kids. And I was fearful of that, but I shouldn't have been because whatever his father and his mother put into Tiger Woods was unbelievable uh, because this this kid is, is, a, is as healthy as any athlete that I've ever seen mentally, emotionally, and how he handles himself, and, and uh, there's been no athlete in the history of time that's had the burden of celebrity that he has. I thought Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali had it, and they did, but not to the extent this guy does. Yeah, yeah. And now, on that's incredible, but besides Tiger Woods, what was the most incredible thing that sticks in your mind? Oh, they were all kind of crazy. <laughs> we had a lot of crazy things on oh, there, yes, but uh, I uh, and uh, and it was it was uh, it was it was interesting from that standpoint. But we also had not only Tiger, we had Muhammad Ali come on the show, and so we had a lot of personalities that came on. We had uh, Priscilla Presley. Is that, was that the name of the Elvis's wife? Or was that his? But it was Elvis Presley's wife. Right. She came on the show. Yeah. Uh, so we had a lot of interesting people that came on the show. Then we had a lot of crazy things. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And uh, now, like you say, the book is, is there's so much in it. And, and it goes well, there's a lot in it, and the people that, uh, that are listening to your show, it, what's easy now 
you can go online to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and uh, click on and get the book and, uh, and and enjoy the read and pass it on. Yep, it's it's really an enjoyable. It'll be a book. great it'll be a great Christmas gift for somebody. Oh yeah, that's it's perfect time for yep. it. Yep. Yeah, and uh, well, Fran, I want to thank you so much. It, it's it's time has just flown by. Well, thank you, Brian. <laughs> Appreciate uh, all your questions and. Uh, and a happy holidays to all your audience out there, and I hope I hope they all enjoy the book. All right, well, take care. Thank you. And we want to thank Fran Tarkenton, a great NFL pro football quarterback, and and so much more. We want to thank him so much for taking the time out of his busy schedule and talking with us and sharing those stories with us. And if you'd like to pick up his book, go ahead and go to Amazon, like he said, and you can find. Uh, Every day is game day from Fran Tarkenton, and, and uh, I had the chance to read the book, and it's just fascinating all the things that uh, he's done. He talks about a lot of the, the sports heroes and all sorts of things, and uh, you might want to check that one out. It's really a good book. And uh, let's see, I want to remind you that um, if you would like to be one of our reviewers uh, of reviewing new movies that are coming out in theaters, that are out in theaters, you can, uh, and you go to the movies fairly often, and if you're gonna go anyways, you know, you could just jot down a little review, send it to us, we might put it up there, we'll give you credit, put your name up there, however you want, and, uh, we will turn around, and, uh, if you become a regular part of the crew, the on-screen and beyond movie review crew, then we will turn around and send you a t-shirt or a hat or something like i say we're working on that trying to figure out what we're going to do but uh just a little something to um for your trouble and uh you can send those reviews to us at feedback at on screen to be on or you can go to um on screen com, of course uh and uh get all the information we'll have it up there and uh, like i say it's send them to us at feedback at on screen and beyond dot com that's where it is and uh we'll give you full details and we'll see if we can get you up there make you famous <laughs> all right so the next interview uh will be coming your way next week it's right here on on screen beyond another great guest coming your way we want to thank everybody who's been sending in uh suggestions for guests and we are trying our hardest to try to get these people and um it's it, it's it's really difficult i'll tell you it's not uh not as easy as we make it seem sometimes because we have so many great guests but uh we'll keep trying we'll see what we can come up and uh get uh, some of the people you'd like to hear and hopefully you're enjoying all of them we've got some nice emails some from some people who have uh come across us on the internet and uh, why don't you share it with your friends tell them you know tell them about us uh if you're on if you get your um the uh, show from iTunes if uh you would turn around and put a little uh you know little review or whatever there rank us however they do that uh, you know what you what I'm talking about if you do it on uh, iTunes and um you can uh Put a little something in there. It helps boost us up the ranks on iTunes, and uh, more people will hear about us that way, and we appreciate that. So if you want to do that, that would be good. And uh, I guess that's about it. That's all I can think of. So for now, I want to thank you, and we will have our next episode coming up very shortly right here and we have got some great guests coming your way so hope you're going to enjoy those that's about it this is brian till next time take care <laughs>